to This Is a Terrible Place to Live. I'm John Bauer. I'm David. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to start with a few things. Uh, I made some notes because last episode, I said that Adam McKay directed Ant-Man. Adam McKay did not direct Ant-Man. He wrote Ant-Man, but he did not direct it. So that's that's just the only thing I wanted to clear up because I, I wanted that to be out there so that if in the future we become famous, I'm not, you know, stupid. I don't think so. Well, okay, I, I say that now, but I was about to say I don't think someone would go back that far to, like, the second podcast. Uh, yeah. I listened to podcasts <laughs> from the very beginning, so. Oh, really? Yes. You're weird. I know. Well, I mean, I'd do that for, like, Night Vale because it's a story. But other than that, with, like, in this circumstance, I wouldn't. Most of the time I do it because there's inside jokes that you'll miss if you don't sometimes. I feel like you catch on eventually, though. True. I just like to be there from the beginning, even if I'm not there from the beginning. I'm a fake beginning. Or, huh. That's okay. not a word. I made it up. <laughs> Might be. Maybe it's one of those, like, obscure ones that doesn't mean what you think it means. You know? Yeah. Like it sounds like it would mean someone who is there in the beginning, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like it might mean like a, someone who steals shoes or something. I don't know. (laughs) It's so random. Uh, I apologize for sound quality. This room's not super great. Yeah. It's it's a little bit echoey. I realized. It's a little bit echoey and it, it buzzes every once in a while. Oh yeah. I didn't notice that, but I realized Listening to it, it might be more noticeable, like what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought I brought my noise canceling headphones, and I'm listening to them while we record, so that I can only hear the audio. That way, I have a better idea of what it sounds like. I think that's how it generally works. I don't think you can ever hear like the visual. Well, I just mean like I'm only hearing what's being recorded. All right, that was a stupid tangent. Okay. <laughs> So you'd said that you wanted to talk about top five favorite shows. Yeah. I wanted to talk about top five t- favorite TV shows. Cause I wanted to see where we overlap and where we don't, but I couldn't contain my list to five. So I have my top 10. I couldn't contain my list to 10, uh, but I did. Okay. That's fair. There were some that I really wish I would have, I might just do top 10 off the top of my head. Because I already have a top six. That's only four more. And I can think of four more easily. Yeah, very easily. Okay. You can go first. Okay. I think we should do these like one at a time. Like my number one, your number one. Oh, well, I don't have them like numerically done and like ranked. I only, have, like, I only have two ranked. There's okay. only two that... My number have, one and my number two are ranked. The rest are not. I have a number one. So we can do that. Okay. Well, I will tell you my number one. Wait, hang on, hang on. Should we do it like countdown style? The like 10. And then the last one we say is our number one. Sure. Let's save our number one for the last one. Okay. But, uh, well, I'll, then I'll just name some other one. Well, I'll name my, my second because I do have a number two. Okay. My, my number two favorite show is Mr. Robot. Oh, I've never seen that. You've- yeah. I've mentioned it before. I think on this podcast, Probably. I think the first episode I asked uh, you about it, if you'd seen it. I don't remember. I know that we've talked about Rami Malek, so that might have come up there. Yeah, probably. Um, I I don't know what it is about the show. It's a little bit, it's like, 
kind of mystery, kind of like kind of superhero, not really, but it's just beautifully shot. I don't know anything about it, but is it like futuristic at all? Like a little bit? It's set in modern day, uh-huh. but in an in a different universe. For some reason, I know that the like Black Mirror is uh, an anthology series, but I sometimes like put them in the same like area for some reason. I don't know why. Mm, no, they're not alike at all. Speaking of that, I just watched um, Sandra Perro, uh, one of the Black Mirror episodes. That was really good. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, it's about like virtual reality and uh, like old people dying and stuff. It's good. Okay. <laughs> Sounds weird. I'm trying to be vague, but like. I think I think I know what that is because like people talk about the best episodes, but I couldn't be certain. Do you have? Do you want to give one from your list? Oh, that makes sense. I'll do that. Um, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. That's definitely in my top ten. It is also in mine. All right. Well, shall we talk about it? Um, I'm bad at this. It's just spectacular, like all the way around. But the. Okay, but what about it is spectacular? Like, is it is it? I feel like one of the best things it does is that it gives you all of the characters from the Umbrella Academy, and right away you care about all of them. Like, you're. I hadn't read very much of the comics, so I wasn't invested ahead of time. But like, as soon as I started watching the show, I was just in love with everything. You know? Yeah. And there are a lot of shows that can't even do that even with like a season of television for each of the other ones, specifically defenders. Like I didn't care about defenders <laughs> at all. Yeah. And they, they all had their own shows before yeah. they got there. Yeah. No, I get that. And also like the cast is just really great all the way around. Like it doesn't feel like television. It feels like a movie, you know? Yeah. That was my main thing is the whole thing feels like one extended movie cut into TV, TV episodes. And that's why I really liked it. I saw like online that a lot of people were complaining about that. It's got like a very dark, um, like color palette and that didn't bother me at all. I thought the style of it was really good too. I thought, I thought it was very stylized, but I thought it hit the style it was going for. So I didn't have any complaints there. Yeah. Like I feel it wasn't, um, conceited you know like a lot of shows i mean not shows but like just media in general right go for a certain style but it it feels like it's put upon i feel like it works really well with the tone of everything you know yeah no i would agree that it didn't it didn't press a tone that wasn't coming out yeah and also i mean it did everything it tried to do as well as it possibly could like it does comedy really well when it wants to it does drama. It does suspense. All of it, like it. It. I was not expecting it to do an emotional scene well, but the, I think it's episode seven. I don't remember where uh, they dance in the park. Oh yeah, that scene when when it all gets reverted. Yeah, I almost <laughs> cried. I was like, no. Oh, oops. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about. Oh, I mean, like... It all happens in the same episode. If Lydia listens to it. Is she not finished? Finish no, it. No, she hasn't started it. Start it. We 
What is wrong with you? Well, no, I found that out last night. What is wrong with you? Lydia hasn't watched it. Watch the Although show. Although I don't know if she's listening to this. Probably not. Who knows? Bobby's listening. Bobby, have you finished Umbrella Academy? He hasn't started either. Oh. Oops. Sorry, Bobby. I made him watch the first episode of Doom Patrol when I was hanging out with him because I wanted to watch an episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't like it. Well, you should have watched Umbrella Academy instead of Doom Patrol. But I wanted I wanted to watch Doom Patrol. See, I've only seen the first two episodes of Doom Patrol. You should keep watching. Kept up. You should keep watching because it, it, although it's it's not the best show, it's a really good show. I really enjoy Is it. In your uh, top ten? Um, I don't remember. Hold on. <clears throat> I the sound quality in this is way worse than previous episodes. You think it's worse than the second one? I think the first one's definitely the best one so far. <laughs> yeah, because we were in the the library. So that worked well. It's definitely worse than the second one. No, it's not in my top ten. I put Titans in my top ten. Oh, I still haven't watched it. Even though you gave me DC Universe passcode. Shh. <laughs> don't tell. DC Universe isn't listening to this. They don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, should I wait, hang on, I gave Umbrella Academy. But I guess we both did. I just gave Titans, so. Oh, Titans? Yeah. Uh, Titans is my favorite comic book movie, TV show, live action property ever. Oh, wait, you like it better than Umbrella Academy? Until Umbrella Academy. Okay, cool. Good. When Umbrella Academy came out, when Umbrella Academy came out, and I think the main reason for that is Umbrella Academy has input from Gerard Way, Mm -hmm. who wrote the comics so you know it's true to his vision of the original characters yeah yeah you know both although titans and doom patrol have jeff johns on board they do not have any of the original writers yeah i feel like with a lot of dc shows they're just like jeff johns can count as input for comic book writers as a whole which isn't fair to creators As much as we all love Jeff Johns, and believe me, we do. Yeah. He he has a very specific style, and not everything is best in that style. Oh, yeah. You can tell when Jeff Johns is involved in something. You're like, I know he's here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, what's your next? Um, All right. Next, I'd say Dairy Girls. It's on mine as well. Did we talk about that last time? We talked about Dairy Girls oh, we did. on an episode. I don't remember what episode, but we talked it about the it. the first one because you hadn't seen it then. I know we talked about it because Bobby then went and watched it. Wait, we talked about it on the first one and then Bobby watched it? Uh, you told me to watch it on the first one. Okay. And then we talked about it on the second one. Well, you just told me yesterday that season two got, it, it's out? It's It's coming out episode by episode on channel four in Ireland. That's incredibly frustrating. (laughs) It may be in all of the UK, but I can't access it. They posted a clip on their YouTube from an episode and I watched it thinking it was a trailer. And then it was like to see the full episode. And I was like, what the heck? That might be happening with another, uh, another show that's on my list, which is also um, a channel four show. uh, The end of the fucking world. I don't know if that's on my list, but it should be if it's not, because that is an amazing show. It is not. It should be. Yeah, that's definitely top 10 for me. I don't know what it would replace, but it should be on the list. Probably Maniac. 
Oh, Maniac's on my list too. Maniac's on my list, but it's at the bottom. How many have we gotten to? I don't even know. I have listed one, two, three, four, five. I've now listed five. I'm really bad at this. So I've said Dairy Girls, Umbrella Academy, yep. The End of the Fucking World, Maniac. Yep. What else? I think that's all you listed. Okay, cool. I guess it's... Because it's now it's your turn to tell me a show. Oh, my turn to tell you a show. Because <laughs> um, we, we had Maniac in common. That was very loud. We had Maniac in common. Okay. Should we talk about Maniac? I think we did, right? The first episode. I think... I think we did. Yeah, I think I'm pretty a, certain we I'm pretty certain we talked about Maniac. This is gonna be an awful episode. It's just us talking about whether or not we've talked about things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we'll we'll end up getting to other things. I have other things to talk about when we finish this. Okay. Um next on my list would be Firefly. Oh, Firefly didn't make my list. Oh man. I will tell you why. Okay. I love Firefly. I love the story of Firefly mm-hmm. so very much. Yes. But the actual show itself is belittled by pretty awful acting. Nathan and Fillion. <clears throat> uh, what? Al- Nathan Fillion, Alan Tudyk, they're both flawless in everything they're in. Inara. Mm. <laughs> Jane. Jane. Okay. Jane. It makes sense though. That's it does. The okay. Of him. Okay. I know. I know. But like the, the show, the, the acting's not very good. The writing is, is fun and okay. funny, but it's not very good. What do you mean? It's not, not realistic. Like, no well, I just mean like the dialogue is kind of dumb. Like it's funny, but it's dumb. The, the, the cinematography is not anything special. It's not really got anything going for it except for like the, the, the shtick of the story. And like, I really, really love it. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love it kind of like fandom people love star Wars or whatever, but like, it's just, it's not in my top, you know? Okay. Okay. Fine. Well, now, now don't, don't call me out on being a hypocrite because I will list shows that have all of the things I just said terribly the same, but I still put them in my list. Yeah. I just put shows that I liked. I'm not pretentious like John. Oh, come <laughs> on now. Zion was just telling me that she thinks we're pretentious. Yeah. We talked about that. We are very pretentious. She, she told me like an hour ago. Oh, uh, you went to HB. Yes, yeah, I did. I stopped by there before I came here too. She told me you were going to stop by. <laughs> Hi, Z. Um, yeah, sorry you're not on this. We, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're very late on yeah. this. This is going to come out probably. probably in April. And it was the this March is, episode. Yeah. So <laughs> we're good at keeping to a schedule. Not even a difficult schedule. <laughs> we're good at keeping to our once a month schedule. <laughs> um. Yeah, so all of the things, well, not all of the things, a lot of the complaints you had with me, including Firefly, are also with another one on the list, but I don't know if you want to say one first before I... No, go ahead. Arrested Development. Not on my list. I haven't gotten past... I've watched three episodes. Do you like it, though? Like what you've seen? I do. I do really like it. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say? No, I think it's just really cool that it has such a specific style of comedy that nothing else has, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would compare the office parks and rec arrested development community 
all to each other. But the th- I, even friends, the they're, way- they're all very similar. No, no, the way that Arrested Development has jokes that run throughout episodes, the other uh, series, they're very episodic. You can watch one episode and it's like a sketch, basically. Um, right. But then with Arrested Development, it has these through lines that are going out throughout the whole season. And then it ends with like these giant like payoffs. And what, what about Community? Doesn't Community? I haven't actually watched it, but like as far as I'm oh, aware, it's it. it's like that. I haven't seen it. Um, what about, have you seen Schitt's Creek? No. That's a pretty funny show. Not on my list. And also the whole thing where it has the very meta like narration going on where Ron Howard will narrate about Ron Howard and things like that. That is, yeah, I guess that is kind of, it's, it's of itself. Whereas like the office and parks and rec, they talk directly to the camera as like a fourth wall break, whereas Arrested Development, he narrates his life, but it's never like a fourth wall break. He's not narrating his life. The narrator is not Michael Bluth. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But he like he'll make references oh, yeah, to, to himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like certain things where there are so many subtle jokes that you don't necessarily catch in it that that's part of what makes it so good that. I feel like in The Office, you know what the joke is, but then in Arrested Development, you can look back at it and be like, oh, that's what was funny about that. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Even just like after an episode ends, you finally get the joke. Yeah. They'll reveal the joke that's been going on the entire episode at the very end. Like things that may look like faults in the show. It's actually them just being like really smart. Like. I I forget what the joke was, but there was one where like you see a boom mic at one point and I'm like, what's that about? It doesn't know it's a show. And then it's like, oh, that was a joke that they had within it. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. Said that one. Said that one. Said that one. Uh, Sherlock. Oh, that's not in my top. It's in my top. It probably shouldn't be. But the reason it is, is because... I binged the fuck out of that show. I feel like it just has, okay, this is hypocritical. I was about to say, I feel like it has too much of a shtick. <laughs> no, I no, I understand. The reason I said it probably shouldn't be is because it's kind of just repeating the same formula over and over yeah. and it doesn't really go anywhere, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the formula and it's really well produced. Like the show's just really well produced. The only complaint I could have about the production quality is I think that they didn't have a high enough budget for some of the proper uh, like equipment to do some things. And then they tried to pull it off anyway, but it still works. Well, I enjoyed Sherlock. I'm not a big fan of Stephen Moffat's writing. Uh, It's part of why I really don't like Doctor Who that much. I don't like Doctor Who. Yeah. At all. At all. Quote me on it. I feel like he just has like a very like gimmicky sense of humor in it. And I'm like, that wasn't even funny. You know? I guess I found Sherlock to be very funny, but also it was the first show I'd watched in a very long while after taking a break. So it could have just been, I mean, it was kind of the thing that like for a while I was, tired of TV shows. And then it was the thing that got me back into like binging, which I think is a good thing. Um, next one. 
next on my list would be Death Note because... The anime? Yeah. Do you think I meant the movie? I'm just clarifying. I you never movie. know. I was told Wait, that the on. movie was uh, a decent about- movie, but not a decent adaptation. <laughs> We're talking about our top 10 TV, TV shows. shows. Yeah, okay, and my bad. Like, not the movie? What? <laughs> I'm just clarifying in case there's someone out there who's like, you, you slimy bastard. Bobby wouldn't say that to me. Or is I? I'm think. pretending that there are 40,000 people listening to this podcast, David. I don't know if Miriam's listened to more than the first episode. Did she listen to an episode? She did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Miriam, you've embarrassed me by listening to my voice. Are you listening to this one? I don't know. Tell us later. Please don't. Well. Or do. I, it's okay. Um. Yeah. I just really like Death Note. I think it's um, the greatest anime ever. And I'm not a big anime person. I like... Death Note, Iran High School Health Club, and Cowboy Bebop. Um, that's pretty much it. But I just think it's really great. Uh, I think it. I think you suggested it to me last time we hung out. Yeah, watch it. But I, the only anime I have ever watched is Iron High School Health Club, and I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? I didn't finish it because I got really tired. It it's it's just the same thing over and over. Yeah, but it's, it holds up. It's funny. Every time I... That's that's what I could say about Sherlock, except for not the funny part. Yeah. Wait, hang on. You were, just, you were just saying that you thought it was funny. I think it's funny. I don't think that the show is funny. I think that the jokes are funny. Okay. I don't think the show is meant to be comedy. Well, no, of course not. That's really loud. I need to stop setting that down. Oh. When I... Here, I'll do it again. You put the headphones on. What? What headphones? I, the ones I'm wearing. Oh, I was take these. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to set this down so that you can hear what this it sounds like. Content for Beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds like a drum. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's like a gong. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Gong? That doesn't sound like a gong. That's like a cymbal. I have no idea what it's like a it's like a a, a bongo drum. Bongo. That's what yeah. I was yeah. That's what you're a thinking. Gongo. A gongo. All right. Okay. Oh, um it, it within my top five for sure is um Homecoming, which is based on a podcast okay. that I listen to. Um it is directed by the same guy as uh Mr. Robot. Okay. Sam Esmail. And it stars Julia Roberts. And it's like a, a psychological thriller, I'd say. Weird. I haven't even heard of this. But it's it's really slow. What is it on? Uh Amazon Prime. Uh that explains it. You don't you don't you don't watch Prime? I don't have Prime. Shame, I don't either. I, I piggyback off of my brother. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's a really good show. It's kind of slow, but the episodes are only 20 minutes. So is Marvelous Miss Maisel on Prime or Hulu? Because I really want to watch that. I don't know what that is. Oh, you haven't heard? Have you heard of it? No. Oh. Okay. Well, it's like a show about this woman who's like getting into stand-up comedy, and it's like huh. a period piece. Well, I can check Prime see if and it's, it's on there. Uh, won like a bunch of uh, Emmys for writing. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Let me see if it's on Prime. You can give your next one while I look. Um, my next one. Which one are we on? We on eight? 
Um, if we're going down, we're on like two. Right. Our right. Favorite. No, I don't no, Hold on. Let me count. I've given that one, that one, that one, that one. Cause I didn't plan out my top. We're on ten. three. We're on three. Okay, good. Um, that would be, uh, well, I need to choose. No, actually I gave my second favorite first. So we're like technically on four, but I think we have three left. Okay. Now I need to choose because I haven't planned all of mine out. Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers is number three for me. Uh, I know the, well, I don't know what that show is. So John Cleese was the founder of Monty Python as a comedy group. Mm-hmm. And he is a genius. Um, I know you've mentioned it before, but I don't remember what it's about. He's also in my number one favorite show for one episode, but we'll get there. It is a prime original. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Okay. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yes. Faulty Towers. It is the only comedy show that I tolerate a laugh track for. Like... That means I love it. I don't I, like I can't tracks. think of any shows that have a laugh track that have been made in the last five years. This is an old show, though. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's like 70s. Oh, well, I mean, everything had a laugh track. Yeah. It, it's just so, so funny. There are a couple parts where it's like, wow, you can tell this is really old. That hasn't aged well. But like, other than that, it, oh, it's so great. <laughs> what what is it about though? Okay. Yeah, is it like, does I it have a it does it have That's like true. a through line story or is it like the premise is there is a man whose name is Basil Faulty and he owns this hotel in England and it is a terrible hotel like it's falling apart. Um. And he, ha- he hires the cheapest people he possibly can to work there. So the uh, concierge who runs around the hotel, he doesn't speak English at all. Um, and his wife is just like really overbearing and he, like they hate each other, but for some reason they're still married and they're like making biting remarks at each other all the time. And they're the weirdest people in this hotel, like a guy who, who's called the major and he thinks he's still in the war. And I'll like walk around with his cane, like a gun. <laughs> okay. And, and there's one normal person in this whole, whole hotel and it's the receptionist named Polly. And she has to like put up with all this crap from all these crazy people. Interesting. <laughs> I could, I could definitely get into that. I could see how that could be really good. Yeah. It's, That's for sure. It's such a great show. Um, as I said, there are a couple parts where it's like, Oh man, you shouldn't say that, like uh, the N word and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh man, you can tell it's old. But yeah, like- <laughs> certain things haven't aged well, but it still stands up. Other opposed, like uh, apart from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my number four would be a series of unfortunate events. I like that show a lot, but it didn't make my top ten. I like that show so much that. I have planned my first tattoo around the story. Wow. So yeah, I really like that show. I still haven't finished the final season Yeah, because I don't want it to end. It's really sad that it's ended. I think it's just lazy. That too. (laughs) 
being too lazy to, to watch, watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to press a button. <laughs> and I just have to like sit on my couch for like an hour. I can't believe I have to hold this screen up to my face for like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, nope. I haven't finished it because I just don't want it to be over. I wasn't entirely happy with the ending. As I, we've talked about this, but I haven't read the books. But as the show ended, I was like, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I haven't read the books either. My sister, who told me to watch the show, really likes the books. And I I don't have any sort of knowledge of them other than Wikipedia and and uh, like the fandom.com. All right, now I have to do my number two, I guess, right? I think it would be... Yeah, your number two. I'm going to give my number three after that because I already gave my number two. Okay. Um, but this isn't... Keep in mind, this is not actually ranked. I like all of these shows. The only one that yeah. we're actually ranking are is our number one. Yeah, and John's number two. And my number two, because it's very specific. Oh, man, my stomach is grumbling. I apologize. Can you hear that, John, over the headphones? No, I can't hear it through the microphone, and these are noise canceling, so I can't hear it. Wow. You didn't even know I was hungry. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't eat dinner, though, so we can get it after this. Um, Riveting content, people. Yeah. Our dinner plans. Yeah, we can just record us planning to hang out. That can be the whole podcast. The next episode, (laughs) we talk about what we're going to get for lunch in two weeks. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll get like massive fast food or something. (laughs) I got a good sandwich there. Yeah, probably just have hot pockets. I thought you were going to get tacos my way. Uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to get Hot Pockets. What are you? They're cheap. Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> They're very cheap. Yes, I'm Jim Gaffigan. Whoa, you know, celebrity cast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he hates it when people bring up the Hot Pockets thing. I feel like he would. Yeah. He was on a podcast talking about comedy and they brought it up and he was like, oh my gosh, please don't talk about Hot Pockets. And he has so many better jokes too. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not even my best piece. It's not my favorite one by any means. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, All right. I'm deciding what to include. Just too many shows? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. This is really tough. Pressure. Coming down on you. It's pushing down. It's coming down on you right now. Okay. Uh, That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I feel like that is a solid choice to include. The the show? Yes, you idiot. (laughs) 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 Well... Although I guess there is going to be that new show, the live action one. Are they making a, a live action Airbender show? Yeah, uh, uh, for Netflix, a Netflix original li- live action Avatar: The Last Airbender. I feel like Netflix is flying a little too close to the sun. No, I feel like Netflix is killing it. They've got Umbrella Academy. They've got they've got so many of my favorites like on this top ten list. Oh yeah, they yeah they have so many great ones. What I'm saying is, 
they are pumping out so much content of so many different kinds, including a bunch of things that have been done well already or were done terribly by someone else. And they, they're just kind of flying really close to the edge. What do you mean by that? Like they're going to go bankrupt or something? No, I just mean like if they flop, they have so much potential to flop one bad move on their part. What, what do you mean? They have so much potential to flop, like making a bad show. Yeah. If they they take a, if they take a property that is sincerely beloved and make it horribly so far, it hasn't happened, but when it does happen, it will start to spiral. Okay. Let's work out this hypothetical. So like they buy the rights to star Wars, which will never happen. No, someone else already has the rights. It's yeah, called shut up. Disney. But like, this is hypothetical. <laughs> so they have the rights to Star Wars. Although they did a season of Star Wars The Clone Wars already. Um, I don't watch that show. It's a good show. Uh, not on my top 10, but a good show. Um, so say they buy Star Wars and they're like, we're going to do the live action Star Wars show, not the Mandalorian. Sorry, this is getting sidetracked. It's hypothetical. <laughs> they're going to do a live action Star Wars show. Gotcha. And then they just bomb. They do terribly. And everyone's like, man, this is awful. Every Star Wars fan, which would never happen because Star Wars fans don't admit when Star Wars is bad. But some of us know the truth. <laughs> so they do that. And then like, what do you think happens from that point? I just mean like, I feel like, they have so much content, eventually they're going to lose track of what's happening and just like unravel. Like, No, they're a giant corporation. Like, they don't lose track. They have so many people working on it. Actually, Netflix, I mean, Netflix is giant, but they, they have a culture thing about them where they try and stay as small as possible. That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I spoke from ignorance, my bad. But they're still a giant corporation. So you're <laughs> right. I just, I just feel like... I feel like the the whole remaking of properties is getting a little out of hand. What? How did this start? What show did I mention? Airbender. Oh, yeah. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is a charming show. Uh, such great character development. <laughs> uh, beautiful animation. Uh, great world building. Uh, just really enjoyable all the way around. Watch it. That's my pitch. That's your pitch. Yeah. Okay, my turn. I don't know anything about The Last Airbender, so I can't make a comment. Yeah, watch it. I haven't seen any versions. Uh, well, that's shameful. Like I said, I don't watch anime. I don't really I watch... The Last Airbender is not anime. It's made by Americans. I don't really watch <laughs> much... I don't really watch a lot of cartoons in general. A lot of the shows on here are cartoons for me, right? Is that the first cartoon? I think that's the second cartoon. Okay. You mentioned uh, oh, Death, Note. Death Note, and that's yeah. that's it. Um, so then the last one before we get to my number one, which would be like number three, I guess on my list mm-hmm. is uh Jack Ryan. Oh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Oh, it's, uh, an Amazon original series based on the book series the by John Tom Krasinski Clancy. One. Yep. John Krasinski. Okay. It's very, really good. That surprised me. I didn't see that coming. I think I just stole that. That's someone's catchphrase. That's actually the name of a podcast. Never mind. My bad. But it is very, really good. Um, I don't know. I thought you said it is really very good. And I was like, that's a lame catchphrase. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
I haven't watched it because, as I said, I don't have Amazon Prime. But I've only heard like I've heard mixed reviews. Really? Yeah. Who gave you a bad review? No, like just generally, not necessarily people I know. Okay, because I was going to punch them. It's a great show. My dad said he liked it, but he saw like the first three episodes. Why didn't he continue? I don't know. Maybe because he's my dad and he has better things to do. Probably. Like my, raise me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents don't watch TV, so I understand that. But yeah, no. And care to elaborate on why you like it so much? I Yeah, I was just about to say, the, the main thing I like about it is that it really focuses on the main character on, on Jack Ryan and it focuses almost, it doesn't take side notes very often. There's one like B story that it follows like a a side story, Mm -hmm. but it's very short and it's very good. The, like the rest of the, the show just stays on the main plot line which a lot of shows like have these B stories or, or like side pieces for every episode. Like superhero shows are probably the worst where they like a villain a week or whatever, Oh yeah, that drives which me drives crazy. me insane. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the show just kind of stays. It has, it, it follows good guy, bad guy, Good guy, bad guy, same storyline. One perspective, second perspective. Oh, that's really cool. So it, it does it from both sides leading up to the the climactic end of the story. And then there's like one side character that's not related to either that follows like the same general storyline. I, I don't know how to say it without like spoiling anything. But it like... <sighs> Like the, the main plot follows Jack Ryan. The the secondary view is from the opposite side of the story. Mm-hmm. And then the B plot follows a a completely unrelated character who is related to the events of what's happening. I'll say it that way. Okay. And it, it only really takes about I'd say it takes about half of an episode and then like a few minutes in a couple other episodes. Man, I really need to get Amazon Prime because I also want to watch like The Man in High Castle. There are a bunch of shows on there. There's a bunch of really good stuff on there. My number one is on there. That's how I watched it. Okay. It's not a Prime original, but it's on there. So I think it's time for my number one. Yes, please. And I feel like science saw this coming. So Over the Garden Wall. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I knew I you were going to say that. I, well, I, I, Bobby, did you know I was going to say that? Maybe. Who knows? How well do you know me, Bobby? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I knew it. Yeah. Because you talk about it so much. I know. It's just perfect in every way. It's just two hours, well, two and a half hours of perfection. It's a TV show, but it's two and a half hours altogether. There's no reason not to watch it. You know, it's, it's so pretty. It's got such great characters that work so well together. And it's uh, it's weird and quirky and it's got so many good lines you can quote. And it, and then like it doesn't do what TV shows do where they're like, 
we don't have to tell the story, but we're going to tell it anyway because we like money. And it it's aware of that too. It's like, this is what we are. We're just going to do this and we're going to do it really, really well. And we're going to have some great like voice acting, some really good time, you know? Yeah, I can, I, I, I can understand why you like it. I haven't watched it, but like from what you said, I, I can understand like the appeal of it. Like, like I said, I mostly don't watch cartoons. Like I think half hours, John, get your life together. <laughs> the, the most recent cartoon I watched was like, um, young justice and that's it. You watched young justice, but not over the garden wall. It's just cause I'm a comic book superhero <laughs> person. Like that's the only, I only no, watched over it the because garden of wall that comic books. If you, I don't care that much. Okay. They're not superheroes. Wears a cape. He has a cape. So that basically makes him a superhero. And there's magic in it. So it's pretty comic book superhero. Okay. If you ask. Well, it's not, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but I, I might give it a try, especially since it's like your number one show. But All right. You better. I'll okay. beat you up. Actually, I can't say that because your number one show you said is on Amazon Prime, so I can't really watch it right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only place you can stream it. So, um, uh, my number one is Orphan Black. Oh. I don't know if you know anything about it. I think I mentioned it to you before. Yeah, like once or twice. That surprised me. It's my favorite show, and I also have not finished it. the The final season. Uh, wasn't on Prime when I started watching. It was airing when I started watching. And I never got around to watching it. And I started it the beginning of this year. And I didn't finish it because I, I was so removed from the show that I'd kind of forgotten what was happening. But the first four seasons I have seen and love with all my heart, it is hilarious. It is truly funny. It is emotional and it is dark and it is sci-fi without being stupid. So what is it about? I don't remember what you said it was about. So the, the premise of the show is that there's this girl who uh, finds out she's a clone. I thought you were going to say she finds out she's an orphan. No. She was black. <laughs> She finds out that she's a clone and she starts like trying to figure out what's going on with this person who looks exactly like her uh, and, and meets a bunch of other people. Um, and they start uncovering this conspiracy theory around where they came from and who they are. Okay. It's very interesting. It starts. I love, I love it for the same reason I love Jack Ryan it sticks to the plot. It does not deviate, but it does explore different things because the first season has one, like this is the bad guy. And then the second season, it's like, just kidding. They're a front. Huh. And then it, it does that every season until okay. you reach the end. Well, because it's like they're unraveling a conspiracy theory. Okay. I see. So it's like, and it's not, it's not like big things. It's just like this person's pulling the strings. No, no, this person's pulling their strings. Oh, it's really twisty. I see. 
I see. It's it's really quite nice. And I hope that doesn't ruin it for anyone, but like if they want to watch it, but like it's one of the things I love about it. So all right. Well, that was fun. That's most of the podcast right there. Yeah. We got like I have minutes left. Uh, yeah. What do you want to do? I have a few things written down. Okay. Um, I watched the trailer for Roma after it won. You watched the trailer. <laughs> okay. um, and it's, it's extremely beautiful. Okay. The, the trailer. I did not watch <laughs> the actual movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went into the comments and apparently the majority of people in the comments were sent there because of Billie Eilish. Oh yeah. She had a song that she did that was made using sounds that are in the movie. So yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I don't know anything. I don't follow her very much. She's really good. Um, she's got a new album coming out next month or maybe late this month. She, she dissed vans in her sneaker shopping. So I Wait, was very upset. Sneaker shopping, even I, I watch sneaker shopping. Like I don't, I don't watch for certain people. I just, I watch sneaker shopping as a show. That's weird. Cause I, like, I, I follow complex. The, yeah. the sneaker, the sneaker news <laughs> site. Uh, I watched hot ones, but I don't understand why they're related to complex at all. I don't Wait, they're related it. to complex. Yeah. It's produced by complex. Hot ones is what? Yeah. That's weird. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know why it's related at all. I guess they're just good at interviewing people. Maybe. Who knows? Wait, so hang on. I don't understand that mentality of like, I don't know who this person is, but I'm interested in what shoes they well, get. I know, I know who she is from, like, I have heard some of her music. I just don't follow her. Okay. Like, it's kind of like, I like, I know I've heard you and Zion mention her in passing. Okay. And so I was just kind of like, I know who this is. She's got really good stuff. Uh, it's really um, interesting. Like she has a like fresh take on pop. I feel like I've, lots of people say that about different artists. Like this person's got a fresh take on pop when no one does, except like Lord. Yeah, <laughs> we. I can agree with you there. Um, but I think Billie Eilish is really talented, especially for her age, because she's my age. No, she's younger than she's me, younger than she's younger than you. Yeah, she made some sort of weird comment in that. Uh, sneaker shopping and people in the comments were like, uh, you're, you're, you're a minor. Please don't make weird sexual comments. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like she can, if she wants to. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. People just felt weird about it. I don't know. Um, where where were we going? I've I've lost the train. I was talking about how the Roma trailer had a bunch of people talking about how Billie Eilish sent them there. She's good about, she has a good song that was made like in collaboration with uh, Roma as a movie. Interesting. I I did have a complaint about the trailer. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a complaint about uh, celebrities abusing social media. Okay. Specifically Kevin Smith. The comic book writer? Yes. Okay. I guess, I don't know if he's written anything. He's like a comic book commentator. No, he's written stuff. He's written movies. He's written, yeah, I know he's written movies. He's written some comic books. Anyway. Like, uh, I think he wrote some Hawkman stuff. Oh, okay. That would make sense. I, I have an, I have an issue with him because he posts from his social media 
as if it was his own private social media. Okay. In a lot of ways, but also to promote things. Okay. And I feel like he mixes his, his two worlds a little bit too much. So, okay, here's the deal. He was promoting his daughter's band on his Instagram and he has the right to do that. Except for that. It sucked. What? Majorly. Okay. So here's the deal. He, he's promoting his daughter's stuff. Yeah. But he has obviously had no input or help. He didn't help her do it right. Do something. He let her do completely. No, but like he's using his platform to give his daughter an audience, which I think is an abuse of power. If she's going to do something and get an audience, she can get there herself. Well, I don't feel like this is more a complaint about how he uses I'll, social media I'll so about, much as his bad parenting. I'll talk about <laughs> I'll talk about the social media thing a little bit f- further after you make your comments. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's just bad parenting, not like bad social media use. Like, I think that people can say whatever the hell they want on social media. I don't necessarily agree with it, but they have the freedom to use their account however they choose. Yeah, and I, I, w- I would agree. I think, I think that that's totally within his, you know, right to do that. I think he just needs to think about the fact that he has influence and, and, and I don't think he's really thinking about that. And, and I'll continue. He, um, wait, is this about celebrities and specifically Kevin Smith? <laughs> this is specifically about Kevin Smith because he tweeted. Okay. At, Oh shoot. I didn't take a screenshot. I really should have. You he, go back to his Twitter now. It, he doesn't post all that often. Okay. Do 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 do. Bop, bop, bop. Uh, wait for John just a moment. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry. We do apologize. Well, at least I do. I don't know if John's apologetic at all. Look at him over there with his smug smile. He enjoys this. He's feeding off of your pain, Bobby. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was John. Just to be clear, I don't know. I guess you can tell. I can't remember at the moment. He tweeted at a company, okay, telling telling them to do something or asking them to do something. Oh, oh, I know what it was. He tweeted at Redbox and said, "Hey, can we use a Redbox in our movie?" That is weird. And the company was like, yeah, sure. Totally tweeted back to him. They were super nice about it, Mm -hmm. but he didn't just tweet at them. Can we use like the red, a red box in our movie? He was like, kind of like send us one for free. We'll give you free promotion. Once again, I don't think that's like a misuse of social media. That would bother me. I do. I I do. Because what he's doing is he's putting it out there that he's asked for it before he has an answer, which puts pressure on the company from anybody who supports his work. I feel like it's just unprofessional. Like that's all I can by, say. By putting it out there, he has sent any sort, if they say no, then that's bad publicity for them. 
So he has inadvertently backed them into a corner of having to give him something for free because he has influence and he has used it to ask for something publicly. Well, I feel like if his fan base is rabid enough to go after Redbox, (laughs) they're just stupid people. It's not even the fan base going after them. It's just them saying no to a producer publicly about something as small as that is bad publicity. Then they can just like not reply to him. Be like, nah, we're not going to acknowledge you. True. I just, I think it's extremely rude. And And I see it a lot just in general. Like when I'm watching celebrities use social media to manipulate companies into giving them things. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I don't follow Kevin Smith anywhere though. Not a big fan. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of his work. I just follow him because he actually like posts news about stuff sometimes. Okay. But um, what was I going to talk about? There was something. Oh yeah, uh, we've talked a lot about TV shows, but we haven't gotten that much into movies, other than like a weird tangent about Roma <laughs> and Billie Eilish and yeah. sneakers. Sneakers. Um. But no, I am so excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, you were you were sending this to me. That movie is going to be amazing. It looks really good. When was the last time Quentin Tarantino made a movie? Um, Hateful Eight. Which was when? Uh, a few years ago. I don't know exactly when. 2015. So it's been... Four years. Four years. It's um, been a while. Well, he I, keeps I like haven't... saying he's going to quit. He's like, this is the last one, and then it never is. Yeah, I don't know. I I have weird feelings about Quentin Tarantino, but I've never actually seen one of his films. Oh. I st- have just never gotten around to watching one. Several of them are on Netflix now. Um, yeah, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2, and Hateful Eight are all on there. And I think Reservoir Dogs uh, might be. Django Unchained is also on there. Oh, it is, yeah. I don't know if Reservoir Dogs is then. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. If it was, I would have watched it. Wait, Pretty you would, certain. You would have watched that and not like, have you, and you haven't seen Pulp Fiction? I have not. You got to watch Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is one of those movies that everyone praises okay. for some reason. I've seen so many clips from it in random like videos because I just like watch stupid videos about film. Uh-huh. And obviously it's not the same as actually watching the movie, but it just seems like one of those movies that, was really good, but then got blown way out of proportion. No, I, I watched it with like no expectation. Like I didn't even know it was a Quentin Tarantino movie. I just heard the name and I was like, I'll watch it. And I, I enjoyed it so much. It's a just really, really good movie. I, yeah. I've been meaning to watch Kill Bill 1 and 2 since it's on there now. Yeah, Kill Bill 1 and 2, uh, Pulp Fiction, Hateful Eight. Um, and yeah, that's it. Okay. Wait, you said Django Unchained was on there. Yeah, it's not. I thought it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that movie looks spectacular. What a cast. Like, it's got like three of the biggest names, like possibly ever. Yeah. It was, uh, Margot Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, and who? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, that's the, I was like, I know there was someone else really big. And then, and all of them are so good, you know? Like, I, I feel like Margot Robbie's a little bit overhyped, but like, she does well, you know? Yeah, I think, I think she plays a very specific role well. Yeah. 
And Leonardo DiCaprio and that Brad Pitt in the trailer, they're so good together. Like, yeah, it was, it did look really good. Um, and the, and the, like the era and Hollywood, it's going to have such a cool style to it. It, I can't wait. We're going to, we're going to go see that. Yeah, definitely. And then we can talk about it. Mm. I should probably watch a Tarantino movie before I go see that. Yeah, definitely. Specifically yeah. Pulp Fiction though. <sighs> okay, fine. I haven't gotten around to watching Hateful Eight, although I should because it's I so don't like long. Westerns. It's so freaking long. <clears throat> All right, we can leave it there. Okay. Peace out. Bye.